Welcome to Cruise Kibbits, where we give you all the advice that you didn't ask for. Hey everybody, welcome to Cruise Kibbits. Welcome, we're so glad to have y'all. Thank you for listening today. We are so excited to talk to you all because we got a good topic for you today. You're going to get some really useful information because today we are talking all about the do's and don'ts of transportation for your cruise. Listen, yes. covering getting to the embarkation city, getting to a hotel. We're going to talk about why you need a hotel in just a minute. We're yes. talking about getting to the cruise site. Yep. We're talking about parking. Mm-hmm. We're covering it all today. So I'm excited, ladies. Are y'all excited to talk yeah. about it? Let's do it. Let's get to it. Because <laughs> we want y'all to learn the easy way and not the hard way. So right. a few things we're going to cover today. First of all, our number one tip for getting yourself to your cruise city, do not fly in the day of your cruise. Absolutely do not recommend it. Zero out of 10. Do not pass gold. Do not spend one dollar. Do like, listen, fly in the day before, at least, at least the day before. Maybe go two or three days before if you want to, but do not fly the day of your cruise. There are way too many variables that can stop you from getting there. And your ship, as much as they love your carnival dollars, your Royal Caribbean dollars, your Disney dollars, they are going to take off without you. They're going to sail and you're going to be right on land. So yes. Take your time and plan that out and get there early, guys. Now, I will admit, back in the day, this was, you know, pre-COVID and everything. Now, I lived in Georgia, so I would fly out of Atlanta, and especially using Delta. Delta was their hub. So they had several flights, you know, going to Florida per day. So I would fly out the same day of my cruise, but I would always catch the first flight out early in the morning. So in case something did happen, I would have options. Now, today, even if I was in Georgia today, no, I would not do that with the way the flights are being canceled now today. Yes, I would not do that. But I do know that sometimes there are some people who actually can't fly out, you know, a day ahead or something. Of course, if you can, yeah, I agree, you know, 100%, you know, you want to fly out in advance. But, you know, sometimes, you know, some people just their schedules won't allow for that. Right, right. That is true. Yes, mm-hmm. sometimes your schedule mm-hmm. won't fly. You have to do what you have to do. But that right. is a good way to think about that. You know, take that early flight. So if they, and make sure, take a look at the schedule and make sure there's some more flights to whatever city you're going to, so that you know you have additional options if things go haywire. So yeah, right. Yeah, absolutely. Because and I was just thinking, I know we were having a discussion about flying in the day of a cruise, and I was like, I don't think we've done that, but we actually have. We did it on the inaugural for Virgin, and that's when we took that crazy. I didn't plan anything. Don't do that. (laughs) I just we just left, and I didn't plan on how we're going to get from the airport to the cruise ship. I didn't plan anything. So, no. So, I just thought, hey, we're going to go on an adventure. And I kept calling it adventure. And the more I called it, the crazier Brandon looked at me. We took the Miami train system with like four bags of luggage. It was it was $2 a person. In my mind, I was like, we're going to get. I remember seeing oh, this. This was literally plain. Train and get to oh, us to get to that cruise ship. Train so, not a mobile. Yes, it's literally what we did to get to that. That should have that should have been what I named the episode: Plane, Trains, and Automobiles, because that's exactly what we did. Girl. So, 
Don't do that. Plan it. Oh, I know you called it an adventure, girl. That sounds like an anxiety attack to me. I was scared too. Please. I'm not even gonna lie. I was scared, and we had to take a transfer from that train. That uh -huh. train did not go straight to the port. We had to take a transfer, and my nerves were bad. I don't do stuff like that. So it's too much. Plan. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. So yeah. now y'all know. So see, real life example of making sure you plan that out in advance. Yeah, absolutely. Give yourself a headache. Don't start your vacation off with an anxiety attack. <laughs> and don't stress out your husband because once you stress him out, ain't no good the rest of the trip. <laughs> oh, goodness. So listen, we talked about it. You're going to get there a day early at least, right? So now yeah. you need a hotel. Whether you flew in or you drove in, you're going to need a hotel. Make sure that you research in advance your hotel options and look for hotels that offer shuttles. Yes. Many hotels in the popular embarkation cities, Miami, Orlando, different areas like that, or Port Canaveral, they have hotels that already have shuttle services available that will get you from the airport, may even get you to the cruise. Well, we talking about getting from the airport right now. Make sure you look into that and, you know, research the times that those run. Mm -hmm. I can tell you from experience that you need to make a phone call to the hotel and make sure that what their website says matches what they're actually doing right now. Yes. Many things have changed because of the season we're living in. You need to make sure that you research that in advance. So. Absolutely. Um, yeah. One of the one of the websites that we have used recently is um, GoPort, and that is a mm -hmm. website for Port Canaveral cruises. Uh, and we really liked it because we actually were able to book our hotel and our shuttle transportation in one. So um, one thing I would say is look for something of that nature that it, all of it is taken care of all at one time. If that's something that is available at the port that you are selling out of. So once we got to from the airport, we actually called the hotel. They sent a shuttle right over to pick us up. And once we got to the hotel, they let us know what time our shuttle will be picking us up the next morning to take us to the cruise port. We were there. They were waiting for us. They were actually early. Um, they were waiting for us and they took us directly to the shuttle. And we were there 10 minutes before our actual boarding time for the ship. So um, mm -hmm. if that is something that you're interested in, look at those park and stay or those fly and stay hotel um, airports that are the shuttles that you can actually use that will take care of you and make your trip a whole lot easier for you mm -hmm. and your family, especially it's, you know, it's just me and Brandon, but like in Kiki's cases, you know, it's her, her husband and her son, you know, and some people have, you know, a family of four to six people. So you want to make it as convenient as you can for everyone and for yourself. So you don't have that headache, mm -hmm. um, not knowing what you're doing. <laughs> and definitely to even add to that, Siobhan, when you're talking about the people that are going with you, like, understand who's coming with you and what needs they're going to have because you might have some people that have different needs and then you need to consider that when you're booking transportation too. absolutely so all right so that that covers getting to the hotel right and then potentially getting yourself to the cruise too um because go for it that they'll get you to the cruise as well right absolutely yeah so other options for getting yourself to the cruise and you can even use this for the airport too lyft and uber ride service options are out there mm -hmm. um they're they're typically very user friendly you jump on the app um, as long as you have an account set up um, with a card attached to it you can easily find a driver what i love about lyft and uber versus other types of car services 
is you get information about who's picking you up, you know their name, you know the vehicle, you can share that ride with other family members. When I travel with RJ by myself, one of the things I did every time we took a lift, I shared that with Ray at home because if God forbid we come up missing or something, somebody needs to know whose car I got into, what color it was, what they look like, all of that information you can see through the Uber or Lyft website. So always think about your safety when you're traveling. I know it's a good thing. We all enjoy traveling and going places and doing things, but you still have to consider your safety as well. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So one thing we didn't touch on when you're setting up your transportation, always consider the amount of people that you have mm -hmm. and the amount of luggage that you have. Yes. You may book a car that will hold five people, but you forgot that all five of those people have three bags with them. Yes. <laughs> <Like> three <laughs> bags are not going to fit in the back of a five person vehicle. Uh -huh. <laughs> I, think about, I saw, I was, <laughs> I was flipping through social media the other day and this lady was complaining about a car service that she ordered and she showed a picture of all these bags and the text messages between her and this guy and the guy was like there's no way i can take you lady like mm -hmm. you got too much stuff and she was like yeah. well you said you hold seven passengers and it was like how do you not understand it you got to think about that stuff it, yeah. your mind doesn't always go there but you have to really plan that stuff out when you're booking travel so any kind of cruise, so. yeah and i would say as a as a solo cruiser my my main thing about transportation is is convenience <laughs> so and, and i will say um you know again back in the day when when i used to fly in um, I have tried different ways of, you know, getting from the airport to, you know, the cruise port. So I've used the, the cruise transportation, the cruise shuttle, uh, that worked out well. And I've also used like a Lyft, uh, Uber or Lyft. I can't remember which one I used at the time, but you know, the car service, um, transportation and that worked fine as well. So it, it's a matter of, you know, like which one is convenient. I did like the car service because it was just me, you know, I could just take the Uber and Lyft service and I'm the only one there and I can just go straight to the, straight to the port without, you know, getting on a bus and loading my stuff on and right. getting it off because I'm, I'm team carry on. So I carry <laughs> away for them to, you know, get my bags out and everything. So the Uber and Lyft service that worked well for me, so I can just get in, get out, you know, really quick and easy. So yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. makes sense. And yeah. you can always price it out ahead of time too. That's another thing that we were going to yes. touch on as well, right? Um, pricing out your Uber and Lyft ahead of time and um, seeing mm -hmm. if it makes sense for that to even be an option for your family as far as prices, because you do want to consider that as an additional cost for your cruise, uh, right? And I'm glad you touched on that too, Cheryl. You mentioned rental car, but we didn't talk about that yet. But a rental car is an option. If you fly into the city and you want to rent a car, uh, we've done that before when we've gone, like say we fly in early morning the day before the cruise and we want to have the whole day to do things around that city. We've rented a car before uh, and you can just rent a car at a facility that will offer a drop-off service. So we had a rental car that you know, we picked it up ourselves when we got out of the airport. They came and got us from the airport, transported us to the, because the, they didn't have a actual rental car site at the airport. You had to go to wherever yeah. the site building was. Um, mm -hmm. Picked up the rental car. And then when we were ready to return it the next day, we drove it to the site. And then they dropped us off at the port for the cruise. The mm -hmm. bad thing about it was 
they dropped us off in a different vehicle than the one we rented. We unload all of our bags into yes. a different vehicle. It was a, it was a little bit of a hassle, but we made it work. Uh, but mm -hmm. it is an option that's out there, especially if you're traveling mm -hmm. with a child and you need to have a car seat or you have a car seat with you. Um, mm -hmm. That's one way to make sure that you're able to use a car seat. So. I guess kind of an extension from that, you know, if you are close enough or if you just decide to use your own ve vehicle and drive to the port, you know, uh, one thing you want to consider is, you know, where do you want to park? Do you want to do off-site parking or mm -hmm. park at the terminal? So again, once again, me, uh, team convenience, I work <laughs> at the terminal <laughs> uh, because I like the convenience of, you know, being able to get off the ship and go right across the street, you know, to my car and just get in and go. But, you know, uh, I know some people, you know, who are looking for, you know, less expensive because terminal parking, it is probably the most expensive way to park, you know, for the cruise. But I know there's offsite parking, which may be a little bit cheaper, but you, if you do that, you do want to research and, and, you know, look at the location, understand what the security conditions are, because we, I know we had something recently about uh, a lot in, uh, where was that? Um, Virginia. Virginia. Yeah. You know, you know, cars broken into and it turns out that, you know, those people are left to pay for the, the damages themselves, you know, so you definitely want to be careful of that. So uh, you might want to weigh your options, convenience versus security. Yes, yes, <laughs> absolutely. Security. That two or three dollars a day is not worth that that level of security yeah. that you get by parking at the port. So, hey, if I gotta lay in my room all week and wonder if my car is okay, like yeah. I, I'm just right. going to spend another twenty dollars or whatever. So, yeah. <laughs> security is big. I mean, that's kind of goes along with safety, right? Like you right. worth a little bit more to be able to make sure that. You're mm -hmm. safe and your items are secure. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Was there anything else that you ladies want to share about transportation, getting to your cruise or getting um, from your cruise? Yeah, I think we were going to discuss uh, cruise line shuttles. Yes, that's true. We did not talk about those. Yeah. I think, so, Fig, have you done cruise line shuttles before? Yes, yes. Like I said, as my, um, I've done both, you know, the Uber, Lyft and the cruise shuttle transportation. So with the, of course, I primarily right now uh, cruise carnival. So I have used their shuttles, you know, a few times and they were nice. They're, you know, the coaches and, you know, they have several people on the coaches and they're loading the luggage on. So when they have, you know, a full van or a full coach, then they, you know, drive everybody to the, to the port. Now, sometimes it depends on your driver. Sometimes you get drivers who are quiet. Some of them are very animated, you know, <laughs> Some of them give you, you know, tours or, or uh, you know, like history lessons along the way. So it just depends on who you get. But uh, I have no regrets on, you know, any of the, the shuttles that I've taken. They, they're nice. They're convenient. Uh, and comfortable. And especially if you're going in the summertime, it's a nice little air conditioned ride and that can be pretty nice. <laughs> yes, definitely. You know, to go along with that, since you brought up the shuttles, when you're coming off of your cruise, 
at most of the ports that I've been to, there've been lines of shuttles waiting for people to come off the cruise. They want they want people to, you know, patronize their businesses. So they're sitting waiting for people and they'll say, "Hey, you know, $30 for this shuttle, $20 for this shuttle." So there are going to be options as you come off. We've done it both ways. We had transportation lined up already and we've done it where we just waited till we got off because we knew those options would be available. And then we've done the Lyft and Uber thing too. So a number of different ways that you can you know, do that. Now I have a question that you, since you just mentioned uh, you've done Lyft and Uber too, after the cruise now this is i have no experience with this so this is actually right. a question. So, i've heard that a lot of times it can be more expensive when you're coming returning because uh, so-called the the uber list people know that you need transportation like back to the airport so the prices may be a little higher is yeah. that true you know what? I did lift to the airport or to the port for my last cruise and back. And I do remember being a little bit higher, but it was like one or two dollars higher. It wasn't like double the price or anything like okay. that. Um, mm -hmm. And then just to add on to that, too, when you're doing Lyft or Uber coming off of the cruise, make sure you wait until you have your bags and things like don't go in and order your Lyft to show up because you don't know how long it's going to take you to get through security and all of that. Um, mm -hmm. So typically, we always have a porter that helps us when we come off. They'll mm -hmm. tell us, hey, now is a good time to order a lift if you don't have it already. So they, they're pretty good about that. It was the wait long for a lift with right. all of those no. people waiting. Really? The wait was not long at all. Uh, I think 10 minutes. I, I even had one where we ordered it too early, and that's why I gave the tip of don't order it too early. We ordered it too quick, and they came, and we weren't off yet. We like we didn't have our bags and stuff yet. So that, that mm -hmm. rack really fast so mm -hmm. uh, i've never had an issue of having to wait too long for a lift whether going or coming from the cruise all right anything else um as far as the the cruise line transportation shuttles um do you know about where we are now as far as price per person um do, do we have any idea because i remember the last time i looked and this was probably months ago for carnival i think it was like 39 dollars a person um, to get transportation like from the airport to the actual ship. Mm -hmm. um, so I guess that's another thing to consider looking into as well is just how much is actually going to cost because when you take these shows, they are a per person. It's not a per party <laughs> situation. So, mm -hmm. um, so if it makes sense to do, definitely um, do it. Um, even if you have a hotel that you, that does not offer a shuttle to the cruise port, you can always take the shuttle back to the hotel and jump on the cruise shuttle yeah. and go to the actual cruise port. Um, Cause most mm -hmm. hotels will take you back to the hotel, uh, to the airport for free. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. that's always an option as well. There's always yeah. a way around stuff. It's just about a matter of convenience for you. <laughs> it's a matter of convenience for you and what makes sense for your family. So if it's just exactly. one or two of you and that's mm -hmm. something that you're willing to do and it saves you money and time, absolutely. Um, and we definitely understand if you have to fly in the day before and um, fly in the day of and fly out the day of, just make sure uh, you align your airline tickets accordingly. <laughs> you want to line those flights accordingly um, because you don't want to get off the ship at 8 a.m. and your flight is at 930. Um, yes. You have like okay. a 30 minute ride to the port. Yes. And yeah. So you just want to make sure that you put yourself in a proper position to 
having an enjoyable experience because getting off is an event in itself. Yeah, I know the rule of thumb is not to book your return flight before 12 noon, correct? Mm -hmm. That's why I would suggest. Now, we played Russian rule with that recently because of the prices. <laughs> yeah, we, I, we did it at 11.45 one time, and I was like, uh, I think we can do it. I think we can do it. <laughs> I think the last one we did was 10, was 10.30, and I was just like, uh, but we felt seasoned enough to try. It worked, but I wouldn't say no. <laughs> I'm like never as worried about getting back as I am about getting there. So right. I it's a little bit risky when it comes to that. <laughs> I, you know what? One thing we didn't talk about this. The one thing I found out <laughs> the last time I sailed is we had a flight. We had a late flight, like six o'clock in the evening, I think, or something. You know, you off the cruise ship around nine o'clock generally. Um, we thought we would just take our bags to the airport, drop them off, check them in, and then go about our day and have enjoyed the city. Well, you can only check bags so far in advance of a flight. Mm -hmm. Yes. I believe it was two to three hours before the flight. So we were there way too early to check our bags and then had to deal with what do we do with our bags now? We want to go around. We don't have a vehicle. We're going to be lifting or Ubering, and now we're going to have all this luggage with us. So luckily, we found a place that would store it for us, but yes. just something. It was you know, those things that just catch you off guard. We didn't plan yeah. for it. We had to figure out something else quickly. So. Yeah, that's what I was going to add. I know um, I know Fort Lauderdale Airport, and I'm not sure about Miami, but I think that this is a chain in some of the airports where there's a, a baggage storage uh, area. So let's say you get off the ship at 10 a.m. and your flight is not until five. You know, you can, uh, there's a place where you can go and you have to pay to for them to hold on to your luggage. And you can probably go out and tour the city, just take an Uber, you know, or something to, you know, go to, you know, go to the show or just uh, tour South Beach or, you know, something like that. Yeah. And come back, pick up your bags and, and check them into your flight. Most of the cruise lines offer post-cruise excursions too that you mm -hmm. can do in the city mm -hmm. of, and um, that'll take care of your need for luggage storage as well. So that's something mm -hmm. else to look into. I've never done those before. Have you guys ever yeah. taken that those before? I'm gonna have to do that and just see how it goes because I've never done it. We always just make our own plans or try to fly out early enough that we yeah. don't need it. Mm -hmm. All right. Any last items or last thoughts? we want to share with our listeners today about do's and don'ts of transportation getting to and from your cruise i would just say just make sure just go over your plans and make sure you have everything planned accordingly i mean you, you can never help if things go wrong you know but uh planning ahead of time definitely takes the worry out of out of your day so just plan as much as you can ahead of time and don't be like me and not plan at all that's a perfect way to end it we ended with a do and we ended with a don't so, we hope you all enjoy we hope you really got something out of all of these tips um and we look forward to sharing more with you please if you have any questions for us make sure you utilize our instagram direct message us send us any questions that you have um you can use our website 
can submit questions that way. Um, you know, if you know us personally, connect with us in that way. And then once you do that, we're going to send you to Cruise Kibbit. So you're going to connect with that too. We love, you know, having you all here listening and we just enjoy it so much. So we hope that you're enjoying it as much as we are. And Thank we'll you. Appreciate you listening. Yeah, as always, happy cruising. Happy cruising. Happy cruising, y'all. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>